Now let's move to another part of the world. And Russia's President Vladimir Putin has spoken about the situation in the Middle East with China's President Xi Jinping during talks in Beijing. It's Mr Putin's first trip to a major global power since Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Now, the Russian president's been attending the Belt and Road Forum in Beijing. But the aim of his visit, which has, of course, been overshadowed by the situation in the Middle East, is to reinforce Russia's political and economic ties with China. The two leaders discussed the situation in Ukraine, and President Putin said common threats would only strengthen cooperation between China and Russia. Well, we can now go live to Dr. Anna Matviva. She's an expert in Russian domestic politics. Thanks very much for joining us here on BBC News. Um, first of all, how significant is this summit? I mean, it's two major world leaders who've been meeting. Um, of course, though, a lot of attention's uh, directed elsewhere at the moment. It is very important for two reasons. First, uh, that it cements a Russia-China partnership um, promotes uh, Chinese um, One Belt, One Road um, initiative. Uh, Russia has been cooperating with it, and now Russia is probably going to actually join as a partner. Uh, the um, ties between Russia and uh, China are going from strength to strength, so there's a very full bilateral agenda there. But it's also a very in important demonstration effect for uh, Putin to show that he is not isolated, Russia is not isolated, it is on the world stage. Uh, the forum has attracted delegates from 140 people. There was a lineup of presidents, country leaders uh, to have a meeting with Putin. Uh, his press conference had that kind of star um, performance, and that was also his opportunity to project a Russian stance vis-a-vis -vis the West towards the crisis in Middle East. Two very powerful countries uh, that come together today, but how much enmity is there between them? How much are they rivals as well? They are not rivals. They are quite complementary. Um, there is also quite um, convenient for Beijing to hide behind um, the Kremlin's assertiveness. Uh, it is the Kremlin which makes all sorts of statements uh, sort of uh, aimed at the West. Uh, Putin is more kind of eloquent uh, speaker on that. Uh, China shares the same kind of views of dominance, uh, multipolarity, uh, anti-hegemonic agenda, but it is much more comfortable for Russia to actually go ahead and say it. Um, the other thing is that they are in different weight categories. Uh, China is much more strong, stronger economically, but Russia also has things to offer. Uh, so their the inf combined influence actually works very well in Central Asia, in Middle East, in Africa. Um, and um, yes, there are some business rivalries, but generally it is quite a smooth partnership. Also sealed by the uh, quite a lot of empathy, quite a lot of uh, rapport between uh, both uh, leaders. Uh, Putin and uh, Xi, uh, Xi Jinping do have a lot in common. They view the world in similar terms. They believe in strong leadership. Uh, so yes, um, uh, that that kind of cements the so the quite strong personal connection.
Anna McViva, thank you very much for bringing us up to date on that, of course, very important meeting between Russia's Vladimir Putin and China's Xi Jinping. Well, during that summit, President Xi Jinping launched a global AI governance initiative. It comes a day after intelligence chiefs from the Five Eyes countries met in California to publicly accuse China of engaging in intellectual property theft and using AI for hacking and espionage against nations. According to the Chinese leader, the aim of this initiative is to address issues related to the development of artificial intelligence. China will continue to advance scientific and technological innovation. The country will continue to implement the Belt and Road Science, Technology and Innovation Cooperation Action Plan, hold the first Belt and Road Conference on Science and Technology, exchange, increase the number of joint laboratories built with other parties to 100 in the next five years, and support young scientists from other countries to work on short-term programs in China. Well, we can now cross live to Professor Gina Neff. She's the executive director of the Mindaroo Centre for Technology and Democracy at Cambridge University. Thanks very much for joining us here on the BBC. So what do you make of what we just had there from President Xi? Well, China has been extremely proud of their role in AI regulation. And in some ways, this announcement's not so unexpected. We are going to have all eyes on the UK and the online safety summit in the AI world. There's a lot of conversation happening now around AI safety, whether or not China will be a part of those conversations. And so the fact that they, among their friends and allies, announced that they want more and closer cooperation shouldn't surprise anyone. Let's just remind our viewers of what this Five Eyes arrangement is. It is, of course, Australia, Canada, New Zealand, uh, the United Kingdom and the US. Uh, and they kind of cooperate, I guess, on intelligence. Um, so how is China trying to counter that? Well, I think on, those, on both sides, there's been an assumption of bad acting. And the tensions, I don't need to remind anyone, are quite high, uh, both in AI and, and other issues in the geopolitical landscape around technology. So um, that China announced that they want to establish closer relations with their own uh, allies through the Belt and Road Project. Um, you know, turning that in effect into a large AI collaboration shouldn't surprise um, the West when the West has been doing, in effect, the same thing. The hope is that these tensions can at least thaw momentarily when China has been invited to Bletchley Park as part of the UK's uh, hosting of this global AI safety summit in early November. OK, and where do you see the future? I mean, of course, this all comes as China's been meeting with Russia. That's right. So, the you know, the stakes are pretty high. Um, they, the idea is that there is some, there is a global race and it's being framed like this. However, China understands that the issues around AI regulation and safety uh, are, are incredibly serious. Now, my friend and colleague Barry O'Sullivan says in AI ethics, it's one field separated by a common language. China may say the word human rights and they mean one thing. When the West says AI and human rights, they mean something um, completely different. So the idea that on both sides there are worries 
about what, um, how AI will develop, mm -hmm. what the, where, where people will get the, okay. the input. That is, it's, it's the, the tensions are running high. Professor Gina Neff from Cambridge University, thank you very much.